What time is it? What time is it? There's no time like I am time. Nobody is ahead, nobody's behind. Everything's fine. Greetings, greetings. Welcome to the Island Time Radio Show on a Monday night. Trap rock music on the radio from the campus of Baldwin Wallace University. DK, Dennis King on duty. How's everybody doing out there tonight? We got an action-packed show, so I'm going to just get right to things. We're going to have the conch fritters checking in here, Barry and Dusty, in just a few minutes. And then later on, we're going to do another Waz Up with that trap rock song. Bob Carwin will be joining us, so let's get to the music. This is a brand new one from Sam Rainwater. Sam's out of uh, Phoenix, Arizona, direction of the country. That's right. He's got a brand new album. It's called Have Fun Faster. That's right. Sam Rainwater, he's saying bye-bye to Bora Bora, which I would imagine would be a very sad moment for anybody involved. Let's uh, get things rolling tonight on Island Time. Thanks so much for tuning in, everybody. Pacific Polynesian delight Gogan fell in love with you Under southern skies Stars up in the heavens Fish out on the reef The ocean it surrounds you A place beyond belief Bye bye Bora Bora Au revoir to you Bye bye Bora Bora Merci Maharu So clear, snorkel, coral garden, but watch the current, careful dear. Play a song on ukulele, swim with sharks and rays. When it's time to drink, Inano Sibu plays. Bye bye, Bora Bora, Bora to you. Bye bye, Bora Bora, Merci Maharu. Enjoy local fun and cheer 
it's so clear. Just don't pay for a room on stilts or $16 beers.
best day ever this could be one in a million some beats down on every memory dancing round under the mango tree under the mango tree
Cha-cha-cha. That is the Conk Fritters from Jacksonville, Florida Way, right here on Island Time tonight with Off to See the Fritters from their Off to uh, See the Fritters album. That's right. They got a couple albums, those guys, Barry and uh, Dustin. We're going to talk to, or Dusty. We're going to talk to those guys here in just a couple of minutes right here on Island Time tonight. We had Dennis McCaughey and Tropical Soul in there, title track from their latest album, Best Day Ever, and Sam Rainwater from Phoenix, Arizona, Bye Bye Bora Bora, from his brand new one called Having Fun Faster, DK on Duty. I need to find a piece of paradise. Thank you, John Puckett. It is Island Time on the Sting, and we have on the telephone Linda Robb from Hudson, Wisconsin. Linda, are you there? Hey, DK. I am here. How's things going over there in the tundra? Oh, not too bad. It's uh, 38 degrees, but uh, it was like 60, which is a heat wave for us. And uh, tomorrow will be 65, and then we'll be down to 40s, and then I'm sure we'll get hit with some massive snowstorm. You know, it's kind of our... Our usual thing, but and you guys—it's pretty much the same. same r- pretty much the same routine uh, here. It's just maybe not as severe as yours. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we actually like uh, like two days ago, our whole front yard was snow. Today, all grass. Not good looking really? grass, but grass. Yeah, nonetheless. Yeah, we've had we've had the uh, snow has gone away for the last couple of weeks now. So that's pretty good. All right. Well, welcome back to Island Time. We're going to talk to the Conkfritters tonight. Are you ready? I am ready. All right. On the other line here, we have Barry Olsovsky and Dusty Barber. Dusty and Barry, are you guys here? We are here, Dennis. Hey, what's happening, Dennis? How you guys doing? Great. Welcome, hey, to, guys. welcome to Island Time. Linda. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. You guys are uh, in Jacksonville, Florida. And you are a, a duo, and you play some s- super uh, steel drums sounds. I've seen you live. Uh, Willie T's, I saw you guys at Music on the uh, uh, Meeting of the Minds <laughs> a couple of years ago. Right. And Very great. Barry is the steel drummer and vocalist, and Dusty, uh, you are the guitarist and vocalist, and you blend island sounds with tropical arrangements, and you do all kinds of island music, Jimmy Buffett, Kenny Chesney, reggae, island tunes, and so forth. And uh, how long you been together? Uh, actually, in 2019, we celebrated uh, 10 years. 10 okay. years of frittering. <laughs> Everything is frittering. That's right. Frittering. Yes, it, yes. It and uh, you and uh, Linda are the radio fritters. That's right. We are radio fritters tonight, Linda. <laughs> And once in a while, you have your young son, Matt, uh, in the band, and he is a, the little fritter. That's right. Yes. Uh, uh, Dusty and I started the group, and we performed for a couple of years uh, with just the two of us. And uh, my son got old enough that um, he was he grew up playing steel drums and playing percussion along with, with me. And wow. so we brought him into the group, and... 
um, called him the Little Fritter. <laughs> and uh, he's he's 29 now, but he's always going to be the Little Fritter. Right? <laughs> How old is he now? I thought he was a little kid still. He's no, no. He's 29. Okay. He's he's one of these kids that's just got the baby face, and you look at him and think, <laughs> no, he's about 22. <laughs> I must have been looking but, in an old picture. I thought it was a little kid. Okay. Maybe so. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Go ahead, Linda. You had a question about uh, Barry's uh, musical instruments. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, first of all, I was reading your guys' um, bios, and wow, you both have a very impressive musical background, I noticed. Um, so, Barry, how many actual instruments do you play, and what are they? Well, I studied classical percussion in college, Um when I was in college, um, my goal was to be a um, classical musician, and I worked with the Jacksonville Symphony for 20 years. Wow. Uh, but on the side, I got involved with steel drums. Um, needed something to do on the the weekends when they were doing a Mozart program that didn't have any um, percussion in it. And so we put steel band together so that we could do some weekend gigs and things like that. Um, so just within the percussion family itself, there's a ton of instruments. Um, so then I added steel drums to that. And uh, a few years ago, I started playing electric bass as well. Wow. Oh, okay. I, I never understood, because I'm not a musician, how you do the whole, like, play it by ear thing. But, like, once you have the percussion, like you said, there's a lot of different instruments. Once you pick up one, is it kind of like second nature to do them all? Or are they all different when you're learning how to play them? Well, the, the the basic technique as far as holding sticks and mallets, uh, the technique is pretty much the same as applies to um, all of the instruments. Uh, the real challenge I faced when coming from um, percussion from mallet instruments, uh, which are laid out in a linear fashion like a piano, to going to steel drums, was that uh, the way the steel drum is, is shaped, it's like playing inside of a bowl. And I had to learn how to constantly change my hand position um, so that I could um, maintain a 90-degree angle. Now, if you just think about a, a stick hitting a drum, um, I had to maintain that same playing position for all of the, the notes around inside the instrument. Um, other than that, it, it, it wasn't too bad to learn. Um, the, the, the one other issue that I had, um, the mallet instruments are laid out in alphabetical order, just like a piano, so the notes are A, B, C, D, E, F, G. On a steel drum, it's not laid out like that. Depending on the instrument, um, when you look at an instrument that has the notes written in, it, it just looks like they're all over the place. But when you study the instruments for a while, it, it, it does make sense. Okay. I, I know that I got, like, about one minute to play with Sonny Jim one time. I thought he was joking, but he's like, yeah, go ahead and play. And I'm like, really? And so I just started, like, banging on the 
the pan, you know, like, I don't know, is it like a drum? And then it was like different sounds coming out. One side was like sounding yeah. kind of bad. So he's like, you want to stick to this kind of side. <laughs> it's like, you maybe can't screw it up as much on this side. But um, so how long have you been playing the pans for then? Uh, I started playing steel drums in 1986. Wow. Uh, and as with everything, I... Uh, you know, as a musician, you never stop learning, and I still feel to this day I, I'm still learning to play the instrument. I'm still learning about music. Uh, the, you know, the education never stops. Yes, it's tricky. I had a little. Uh, I tried out. Uh, we have a baby jumbie. Are you familiar with those from from mm -hmm. uh, from Panyard? Because Panyard, are you familiar with them? They're, they're about an hour away from from us here up here on the north coast but uh yes i i tried and i got i got to the point where i would play a song on a cd and i would kind of follow along but it isn't an it isn't a real easy it doesn't come super easy it takes a little you know time to you know and dedication to uh, get used to the instrument but it's the coolest thing ever i think uh yes yeah, so, you know linda mentioned it's uh it's it's a called a drum steel drum yeah but you really don't play it as you would um, a drum set, it, it, it really takes a nice uh, light touch to get a good sound out of the instrument. Exactly. Um, I was going to ask you, uh, I've noticed uh, that you play a mix of instrumentals and original songs on your albums, right? It's, it's kind of half and half? Yes. And uh, the instrumentals are some of classics. For example, you guys do that cover of uh, Spyro Gyra, which I I love because Spyro Gyra didn't have a whole lot of steel drums in the original, as, as far as I remember. But you guys really turned it into a tropical thing. Yes, when Dusty and I uh, first started the group, and actually it was Dusty was the one that came to me and and uh, several times and said, "Hey, you know, we we need to start a." Uh, a steel drum ukulele group. I, I don't know how many times he mentioned that to me. And uh -huh. I thought, yeah, 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 okay, okay, sure. And then we finally sat down and started putting things together. And um, we, the music that we both like to play is a pretty wide spectrum, including uh, smooth jazz and music like Spyro Gyra. Okay. So, um, uh, I had an arrangement of that, and we decided to put it on the first CD. I love it. I love that. Ver a morning dance is the song I'm thinking of. All right, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna do a couple of your tunes, guys, and we'll talk a little bit more. Uh, this is a party tune. Does this need any introduction? Party on the Conchi Tingham. Is that is that right? Conchi Tingham. Or is it self-explanatory? <laughs> Uh, Conky Tingham is a, uh, actually is a powerboat that belongs to a, a friend of mine, um, uh, Ron Huckey. And, uh, he, he took me over to the Abacos a number of times, uh, and when we went sailing over there, he had a sailboat. And his, the Conky Tingham was his powerboat that he had over there. And, oh, okay. um, after several trips to the Abacos, I got a lot of inspiration for that CD and, uh, that was where that song came from. Beautiful. Well, let's let's party to this one right here. The Conk Fritters from Jacksonville, Florida, our special guest tonight on Island Time. Attention, ladies. This is Captain Ron. 
roster tops. Please report to the Conky Tingham for proper identification. One, two, three, four!
That's an instrumental from the Conk Fritters uh, called Magic Journey, and that can be found on their deep fried CD. I am Fritter DK. We have Fritter, Fritter Linda with us, and we are talking to the Conk Fritters. And uh, Linda wanted to ask you guys about, uh, I wanted to ask uh, Dustin, or Dusty, about his touring. Go ahead, Linda. So, Dustin, I see that you've been playing the guitar since you were seven, and then you went from metal rock to southern rock to country and to jazz. And then I was, like, reading on, I'm like, wow, this is pretty impressive, all, you know, all aspects of music. And then it's like, whoa, he toured with Al Green. I didn't see that coming when I read your bio. That that <laughs> that was real impressive. But um, are you still touring with him, or how long did you tour with him? Well, I've been with him since 2007, um, and I'm still currently with him. Oh, oh and, wow. Uh, okay. The last, tour, the last tour we had was 2019 uh, because of COVID. 20, we were planning on going in 20, but uh, because of COVID, kind of shut everything down. But, uh, oh, right. yeah, I've been with him since, uh, yeah, I got the gig uh, December of 2007. I distinctly remember it. Uh, Right around Christmas time, and we started touring um, in 2008. Um, okay. It's been just a fabulous, fabulous journey with Al Green. Um, oh, yeah, that. We've really got to tour all over the world and um, see so many wonderful things, uh, meet so many great people all around the world, and uh, just a um, great experience, so blessed to have that experience, yeah. and it's still going. Hopefully, if we can get get people back on tour here again eventually, uh, you know, we will we will be back back out there for sure and uh, touring around the nation. I'm sure. Yeah, so you kind of tour around the nation with him doing the jazz thing, and then you got the Conkfritters on the side. You guys mainly play like in Jacksonville then, or or like heritage events and stuff, or. Right, exactly right. We do a lot of Faraday events. We play in Jacksonville. We do a million island, Ritz Carlton, a million island plantation, some corporate gigs like that. And then we, we usually okay. we usually show up at Meeting of the Minds um, yeah. down there in Key West is where it all ends up at the end of the year. So that's always a lot of fun. And then Barry, like when you're touring with Al Green, does Barry go solo or he has a, somebody to back you up or... Well, yeah, what happened, exactly, what happened is, um, so uh, 2019, I had to go and do the tour, um, and then prior to that, I had I had been on a cruise ship, on a specific cruise line, on a specific ship um, that I was on for quite a while with another duo partner, Stevie Fingers, uh, piano player, and so when I got that gig, we didn't realize... It was more of a, yeah, come on on and, you know, come on the ship and do, uh, you know, do 14 days. And then then they're like, hey, can you do another 14? Can you do another 14? (laughs) Before you know it, they're like, well, (laughs) we're going to be out here about 50, 60 days there, you know, (laughs) that kind of. That kind of that kind of vibe. So so uh, so we he moved on forward. And what I did was I got a good friend of mine, John Kaminsky, and he came into the band and was able to cover and fill all the gigs and do the second album. Um, so the second album is John Kaminsky, uh, and I played on the first album, the Deep Fried album. Okay. And we want to get the nicknames down here. Barry is the Pan Man, and Dustin is the Texas Fritter. In the Confederates. Yeah, you know, when we started the the group, I'm not sure where it all started. I know just with me and Dusty, we're always talking, and we always call each other Frit, and we always talk about frittering, and a lot of the songs that we've done, even like 
to, back to the first CD with Morning Dance, we we always said to ourselves, we took a song and we fritterized it. And mm-hmm. somewhere along the way, we just started nicknaming everybody that that had played with us. And, and so my stage name was Barry the Pan Man because it just worked better than Barry Olsavsky. And <laughs> trying to, you know, to mumble that over a few beers with parrot heads just didn't <laughs> seem to work well. And um, all these years, I didn't have a fritter nickname for Dusty. I didn't know what to call him. And uh, then he he said, well, He's from Texas, so I'd say, okay, he's the Texas fritter. Perfect. All right. We're, we're going to get the origin of your name, too, right? How did you guys come up with the name for the band? Um, I came up with the name, and I um wasn't anything specific. When we first got together and talked about putting a band together, and... Um, we're collecting some, some tunes. Well, he knows this one, and I know this song. And, uh, uh, okay, well, we got to have a name for the band. And it was just something that came to mind, the Comp Fritters. And I hadn't, prior to that, I really hadn't eaten Comp Fritters. I, I, I kind of knew what they were made of, but... Um, after we were playing for a couple of years and we were asked to do a house concert and um, then we came up with the idea of, well, you know, it would be really be cool if we could make conch fritters and serve them to the, the, uh, the guests before we played. Wow. And so we got at my house and um, we experimented with a couple of different recipes and took ingredients from this and that and whatever and came up with our own um, conch fritter recipe that uh, we've always made and served uh, when we do our house concerts. Um, well, and the, 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 the guests really, really enjoy it. I'm looking at the cover of Deep Fried, and there is the little pot there, just like Sauce Boss. You, <laughs> you guys are ready to make your conch fritters. I love it. That's right. <laughs> We literally walk around, so we'll do like a eat, a eat and greet, mind you. So we cook in front of everybody, and then we walk around the party and literally pass out. And, you know, we'll make some fries and some conch fritters. And, and then we have our special sauce, of course. We've got a, two or three different sauces we put together. And, really? Uh, yeah, it's just a whole lot of fun. You know, it makes it fun. Do you guys sell it? Do you sell the sauce, or is it just? You no. Know, oh, okay. Yeah, we've talked about bottling it and, and, and maybe selling it. Uh, just haven't gotten to that yet. Um, it would be nice to make the fritters and sell those too, but, well, that's all. There you go. Yeah, that's a whole new pot to get in. That's a whole other pot. <laughs> I often think of uh, Alabama Jacks when I think of conch fritters. Don't they have, like, really good ones? Uh, yes, they do. Yes, they do. Keys, there's yeah. There's... So many places in Florida that have good conch fritters, and yeah. and they're kind of like pizza. Um, everybody has their favorite. There's there's not just one place that makes the best pizza. Yeah. Um, but for us, the the best fritters that we enjoy whenever we go to a meeting of the minds is the uh, conch fritter shack that's right down in front of the uh, Key West Aquarium. 
Um, we always go there when we're in Key West, and they the fritters they make are just awesome. Really? Okay. Have to keep that and in mind. And the sauce is amazing. <laughs> Keeping that in mind. All right, for our next visit. Hopefully this year, right? This this November. Oh, yeah. All yes, right. We're, last year was the first year in 10 years that we missed because of the, the COVID. We decided... Uh, yeah, we were just going to stay home, and uh, so we're we're planning to to be down there this year, and looking forward to it. Hoping uh, you know that things turn positive, and we can get back to some sense of normalcy. Linda, you wanted to ask about plans, right? Yeah, speaking of normalcy, uh, what are your band's plans now for the rest of twenty twenty one? Is it uh, are you getting Back on schedule, obviously the Al Green thing is kind of on hold still, but just local for the Cox Riggers. Uh, it's, it's opening up. Um, Florida's been uh, pretty good so far in getting things um, open. Uh, through last summer, a lot of the restaurants that uh, we worked in were at 50% capacity, and it was it, it was rather tough, and it's still a little tough on musicians. Um, but we've been using a lot of time during the winter to start work on our third CD, um, and so we've got about uh, five or six songs that are in the works. Um, no title yet, but uh, we're very excited about coming out with our uh, third CD. It'll be all originals. And uh, it's 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 going to be pretty awesome. Excellent. And the website is theconkfritters.com, right? Right. Check it out, and uh, you can buy the uh, the two out the existing albums there, right? Yes. Okay, or download it, or whatever you want to do. Thank sure. you, thank you so much, Barry and Dusty, for joining us tonight on Island Time, the Conk Fritters out of Jacksonville. I hope to see you guys in Key West in the fall. All right, thanks, Dennis, and thanks, Linda. You guys are awesome radio fritters. We are radio fritters Thank tonight. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Hopefully we'll see you down there. Make sure you come by and say, hey, if you do get down there and you, you come by Willie T's, uh, we'd love to see you guys. Absolutely. And thank sure. you, thank you, Linda Fritter and uh, Barry Fritter and uh, Dusty Fritter. We will, we will play one more track from you guys. And Finn's up to you. We'll talk to you down the road. Finn's up. All right, thanks. This is the Lyman Place. Hot Critters on Island Time Tonight.
It's a jammy place to be hanging for the weekend. A jammy place with its paradise for you and me. Take it. 
got to take a chance You got to let somebody move you It can happen at a dance If there's rhythm you can groove to Ooh, here she comes, y'all She's coming straight to me She's gonna ask me if I wanna dance I just have to wait and see She could be the perfect partner Take it in her stride She won't have to lead her follow Her big partner by my side The worst thing that can happen is She steps on your toes But do you take that first step with her? How will you know, know, know That she could be the perfect Going back to the mid-80s on that one, Jimmy Buffett, and it's from an album called Last Mango in Paris. It is the Perfect Partner song. Great tune. And we had one more from the Conk Fritters. It was The Lyman Place. Thank you so much to Barry and Dustin for the fun interview and Linda Robb for helping us out. How fun was that? I'll tell you what. We got an action-packed show tonight. We are going to do another What's Up with that Trap Rock song segment. That is coming up here in just a few minutes. We're going to analyze, Linda and I are going to analyze a Bob Carwin song. Now, Linda found a really tricky one. I wasn't that familiar with this song, but uh, I've heard it a few times now. So we're going to go over that. And then the song, by the way, is Burning Down the Castle. Do I have the title right, Linda? I don't think I have it quite right. But anyway, we'll talk about that. And then later on the show, we're going to do a very heartfelt tribute to uh, a man, a musician, who meant so much to the North Coast. And uh, we'll talk about that uh, after midnight tonight. Michael Stanley, we lost a couple days ago.
Stream of people all heading south, leaving the cold behind. Everybody's heading down the mound of shade to change their state of mind. Hey, we're living on an island. We're living on an island. We're living on an island. Island town, USA. Jenny left her boyfriend in Ohio Looking for an island man She met Captain Jerry at the old fish house Now they're working on an island plan I hear we're living on an island We're living on an island We're living on an island Starts on a Wednesday, it ends on a Tuesday. Well, that's the way it goes. Golf cart racing, cause it's two for one. We're watching all the palm trees grow. Hey, we're living on an island. We're living on an island.
stream of people all heading south, leaving the cold behind. Everybody's heading down the man the shade to change their state of mind. Hey, we're living on an island. And this is Goomba Cosmo. And you're listening to Goomba DK. On Island Time Radio. Oh, yeah. But if you like the strong, you really can't. 
from Austin, Texas way, brand new music from Jonas Lawrence Band. This album just came out about a week ago. Gulf Coast Happy Hour is the name of the album. And My Ties, we heard just there. There's some partying going on in this album. I tell you what, there's some drinking. There's some drinking happening. All right, before, uh, before uh, let's see, Jonas Lawrence, we had Rudy Cox from FLA, a brand new one called Living on an Island. And Isabella Stefania from Chicago and I think sometimes in FLA with Sugar in My Salt Life. That is a brand new one from Isabella. DK, Dennis King on duty. Linda Robb uh, will join us again uh, remotely in just a moment after we take this quick break. We are going to do another edition of What's Up with that Trap Rock song. That's right. It's a new uh, segment to the show where we analyze... A trap rock tune. That's right. And we're going to do a Bob Carwin song tonight. And you can find this song on Reinventing the Wheel, his Reinventing the Wheel album. The song is called Burning the Castle Down. I listen to trap rock on the radio. A song comes on and I've just got to know what's Victoria's Secret. Who left the seeds and stems? Who's the hoe in Rio? I've asked all my friends. I think I know what it means, but All right, thank you, Tim Campbell. Linda Robb, are you with me? What's up, TK? What's up with that trap rock song, Linda? I got my shaker because I forgot my shaker. My shaker for the fritter, so I got it now. All right, Linda Fritter, we got it together. All right, beautiful. All right, tonight you picked us a hard song here. This is. This was challenging. It is Burning the Castle Down from Bob Carwin, which, like I said, can be found on the Reinventing the Wheel album. Tell me, first of all, why you uh, decided with this one tonight. Well, it's challenging because that's the whole point of what's up, because, I mean, you could analyze a song about, you know, hanging out on the beach, having fun, drinking and whatnot, but there's uh, not as much element to it as, if, you know, if you get kind of a, like you say, a tricky song. So, as the segment is called Was Up With That Trop Rock Song, sometimes it's a trop rocker that sings a song that's not necessarily a trop rock song. So, True. I believe that is the case with Bob Carwin's song, Burning the Castle Down. I might be wrong. Maybe he'll come back and say, oh, yeah, it's totally trop rock. But I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, <laughs> I'm not hearing it with this song. Well, Bob, Bob never, his songs are never typical trap rock songs, if you, if you know what I mean. It's not the uh, yeah. cliche kind of stuff. But uh, this one, this one, yeah, it might not even be a tropical thing, but we'll talk to him about it. All right. Uh, tell us, well, sh we should play the song first. I think that's the first order of yeah. business. Okay. So let's, uh, Bob's, Bob's on the line and he will join us here in a little bit. I thought bit. you're supposed to cut off, Bob. Don't I, I tried to do it and Bob got confused. So anyway. Okay, let's do a bur Burning the Castle Down, Bob Carwin, and we will talk about this song. So listen to these lyrics, folks. When the world's on fire And they're looking for someone to blame The one who's yelling the loudest Is probably the keeper of the flame 
And I'm living on Island Time on WBWC 88.3 FM, The Sting. Thank you, Bob Carwin. We are analyzing Burning the Castle Down on WhatsApp with Linda Robb. Linda? Yeah, so did you uh, silent Bob so he can't break in here? Uh, well, he wanted to <laughs> kind of hear it. It's, it's a hard, too technical to get into it, but yeah. He's on the other okay, line. Okay. We'll, we'll bring Bob on in a moment. All right. So tell me, tell me your thoughts on this song. Okay, first I'm going to go over the lyrics and kind of, uh, for the people that didn't uh, listen 50 times over again like I did when they, I listened to the song over and over again. So it starts off saying, when the world's on fire and they're looking for someone to blame, the one who is yelling the loudest is probably the keeper of the flame. So I analyze that as someone's maybe pointing fingers at others and not taking responsibility. Sound good to you, DJ? Yeah, I, I, um, 
I'm looking at it as is there's a there's a problem, whatever the problem could be. Now this could be something in society, <laughs> it could be something in government, it could even be just around the office, and then somebody wants to bring a solution to it, and it's, it's getting knocked down. The idea of fixing it is kind of what I'm, I'm taking. Does that sound right? I agree on that. Yeah, that sounds good. Then it says, can't break tradition by walking on new ground. Rather than handle over, handle, excuse me, hand over the keys, they'd rather burn the castle down. Right. So I'm thinking someone can't think out of the box, wants to continue doing like the same old, same old, no matter what damage is being done. And bur- by burning down the castle, they're kind of just dismissing the... Uh, the new idea is the way I look at it. Yeah. Does that sound right? Okay. Yeah. That sounds right to me. Uh, time for a new coat of paint on the old place. Maybe fill the mirror with a brand new face. That's a great line. It's no sin to redecorate hallowed ground, but it's a whole lot better than burning the castle down. I just kind of took that as maybe like the situation is not always as what appears. Wow. And and once again, we're we're trying to talk about redecorating an existing thing or, or a hallowed ground that has been there forever, but there's some resistance there that we don't want to touch that hallowed ground, so, you know, leave us alone, right? Kind of thing. Exactly. Okay, now, the now, this next one is the one that really confuses me. Go ahead, Linda. I'm sorry. Yeah, this one's kind of tricky. The round table knights vow to serve the king and protect him against anything. When the marauders come to pillage and rob, the knights stand aside because it's an inside job. Not sure exactly what that means. Can read into it, but it's something to do with you can't trust anyone. I'm going with. Okay, now how does that fit into to the... Uh premise that we've already presented though that's what that's where oh, i'm getting I'll confused into that at the end here i'll get it I'll, you'll I'll get it at that. the end yeah yeah okay so then is uh he's saying the chorus again and then he says when a new knight or when a new white knight rides up on his own they draw the shades and lock the gate like no one's home he's there to help a new chapter begin but the story is the same they'd rather torch the place than let him in so I read into that, like, people are not open to looking at new ways of doing things. Right. And then the last part was, they may smile, shake your hand, welcome you to their land. They make you think that you've got a chance to join them in a fighting stance. But when the time for battle comes, the three of you become two-on-one. That was the one that threw you off. If you start to make up ground, they just burn the castle down. The three of you. That kind of threw me off. Yes. Who are the three of us? <laughs> but once again, so think, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, oh, I think in general, the song's about people acting like they're part of your team, but then when they don't like your stance, they kind of gang up on you and turn you know, turn on you. Mm-hmm. No, Bob agreed with, with that part. All right. <laughs> so... This is my so since Bob is an attorney, but he's also involved in politics. I was thinking this song could be written in either mindset. So, what do you think, DK? Do you like 
I'm going to put you on the spot here. Who do you think's burning this castle down? Because <laughs> I, I think I know who's burning the castle down. And I want, I want you to uh, pick a side here. And by the way, Linda takes this very seriously. She listens to the songs about 40 or 50 times. I think I listened ten, maybe 10 times. Okay, but... Um, yeah, he, you piggyback. I, I tease DK. I'm like, are you going to piggyback off my stuff again, or are you going <laughs> to actually like, do your homework? I did some homework. I did some homework. Now, you, you want to get it down to specifically who is burning, like some, like there's a, some person, right? Is that what you're trying to say? Is burning the castle? Yeah, down? like for me... I mean, songs can generalize, and I'm okay with that to a certain extent, but sometimes when when I read into songs that are more, like, specific like this, I'm like, there's a reason why he's writing this song, and there's a person burning that castle down, and I'm going to guess at who it is, whether it's right or wrong, you know, who knows. He'll tell us soon, and, but, yeah, I think it's something specific. I don't think it's just like, oh, it's just a general song that, you know, it can be anyone. Well, I'm taking... I, I, I beg to differ, but I just, I think it's more of a general statement, and it can be applied to different situations. Like you said, it could be politics, it could be a legal thing, it could be somebody in the, in a workplace, group setting, I don't know. But I'm not, I'm, I'm just looking at it as a, when, you're in, when you're in that situation, a lot of times somebody has some great ideas or wants to just rethink the the old standard plan and uh, there's resistance i i but to specifically say somebody is burning it down i i'm not sure now what who do you think burned down the castle so you're playing it safe and you're not really gonna like well i just i just can't i i don't and bob will tell us i guess all right but you tell me you tell me you know who i think is burning the castle down quick i think it's the insurance companies and i think the song should be called Burning the castle down, aka subrogation. But Bob, who is this burning the castle down? Who is it? Bob Carwin is with us. Bob. Oh man, that was <laughs> intense. Look at you guys. I'm sitting here. Okay, so here's the deal. My uh, my family's inside watching TV, so I got to go to my private office, which is the driver's seat of my car in the driveway. Oh, and be no. quiet here. Oh, no. So I'm sitting here in the driver's seat of my car, enjoying a rum and coke, listening to you guys wax poetic. Uh, first of all, Linda, let me let me address whether or not this song is trop rock. It is, because the vibe of it, we've got the whole island feel. It's kind of like the specials from the 80s, maybe. Okay. You know, and like, like uh, if you want to take Buffett, Fruitcakes. Is that a trop rock song? Well, anything Buffett does is automatically considered trop rock. But it's got that reggae thing to it. It's got a little bit of ska to it. So I think it falls into that category. Wouldn't you agree? I agree, yeah. Yeah, good point. Yep. Musically, yeah. definitely, yeah. So just, because, just because they don't sing about margaritas doesn't mean it's not trop rock. That's uh, true. So, yeah, that's why we like it. Yeah, so that's what we're talking about. And uh, so in my entire career, I've tried to stay really, really far away from politics in music. But this one song is my political protest song. So that's why we went <laughs> reggae style, because reggae is founded in social and political protest. True, now, yes. here's the thing that's going to make people mad. You don't know which side I'm on. Why? Because the song is about how the Republicans and Democrats have fought each other as warring factions, but if anybody else tries to come in from the outside, they band together, and they'd rather blow the system up to let anybody else come in and change anything. So 
that's what's but that's that's who the the white knight is coming from the outside. It's a third party candidate or somebody from the outside or whatever. So okay. yeah, it's a political protest song. Uh, but I will mention uh, Easter egg in the song is Rosalita by Bruce Springsteen. There's a Rosalita musical reference. It's not a line, not a lyrical reference, but the the one line of the song is Round Table Nights Try to Serve the King. That's Jack the Rabbit and Weak These Willy Dolls. I ripped that off right. I, I put that in <laughs> completely on purpose. <laughs> I love it. Did you have lawyers so calling the lawyer to uh, sue you for that? There you go. So, uh, so the line, and uh, there's one line that you were referencing, uh, Linda. Uh, the two of you become, the three of you become two on one. That was, yeah. that was partially a reference to Buffalo Stance by Nina Cherry, but it's also, it's like you get three political factions, right? You get left, right, and middle, and there's three of you. But when it comes down to it, left and right band together against the middle, and that's what that means. So the three of you become two on one. There's three people looking at each other, but two of them band together. So you were right. It's like ganging up on somebody. So that, that's what that is. This is my only political protest song. And every time <laughs> every time a third, part, third party is brought up uh, in politics, especially a presidential race, you always hear, well, that's going to that's gonna sway at one. You know, it's immediately dismissed. So I, I know what you're saying there. Yeah. That's right. In this case, the castle is the White House. And it said, put a new... Put a, a new coat of paint on the old place. Well, the old coats of paint are red and blue. Put a new coat of paint on, like gold or whatever, green, whatever. Nope, they don't want that. Yeah. It's got to stay. It's got to stay the old paint. That's that's what it is. And the, and that third part, those third parties have been fighting for years and years to get uh, break through, but it just doesn't happen. Interesting. I I didn't know specifically it was going to be that way. Very interesting, Bob. All right. Well, there you go. I'm glad, I'm, I'm glad it's interesting. It's a thought-provoking thing. It's politics, but now you have to look at your own lyrics now and put a spin on it. You can see why I came up with the subrogation insurance company thing. Yeah, I'll tell you what. The day I write a song about insurance companies, you might as well just put me out the pasture because I'm clearly out of ideas at that point. <laughs> so it's not about insurance on that. There we go. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, uh, it's a love song to Mercury Insurance. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> Well, hey, so, <laughs> no, because I take, like, the lyrics, and then I try to put, like, uh, who's singing it, what's their background, how would they be affiliated with this typical, you know, I kind of, like, I did a lot of uh, extensive background on you, and it wasn't pretty to get to figure out what these <laughs> lyrics are about. Well, you should see my front ground. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said, or he said, or both. <laughs> <laughs> well, th well, thank you, Bob, for participating in this tonight. We w we have you on the phone, so we should talk a little bit quickly about your new album, The Miles Between. Fantastic album that yeah. came out this year. 13 songs produced by Donnie Brewer, and uh, we just love it. Thank you. So I'll tell you what, it was amazing. It kind of it happened by accident. I wasn't planning on doing another record, and then I wrote a couple of songs just for fun, and Donnie Brewer came up to me at, at Fins to the West and said, hey, how about you let me produce your next record? And then I said, yeah, that sounds great, but I'm never going to do another one. And then I wrote a couple more songs, and I called him, and I said, you know what, I think I've got an album coming. So I flew I flew from San Diego to uh, 
Houston, Texas, and spent four days in Donnie Brewer's RV recording this album. Uh-huh. And it sounds like a, a half-million-dollar recording studio. Uh, he did a tremendous job with it. I'll tell you what, my, the, the we did a cover of Logged and Messina, the Havala, yeah. which is just epic. As far as I'm concerned, it's the Trop Rock Bohemian Rhapsody. It came out, <laughs> just, there's so much going on there. And it came out really, really well. So I've been trying to do a bunch of videos. I got a new video. So I got a song called, um, there's, there's so many, I've done like four or five videos already for the record, but I've got another one coming, which is going to be, it's going to blow people's minds. It's going to be epic. Which song is that? I'm not going to tell you. You're not going to tell me. I'm not going to tell you which song it is. But I'll tell you what, the flow of costumes arriving that I've ordered from Amazon <laughs> have just been nonstop. It's going to be a costume fest if that wow. tells you anything, which it doesn't. It shouldn't. You shouldn't okay. be able to get anything from that. Okay. Some really you see that one video you did with uh, you in like a full suit in the pool. That was the best. That was. Uh... Oh yeah, uh, the rum helps a little. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, yeah, that, that was, was a, a great. Video. That was an expensive video to shoot because I lost the whole suit. Really? <laughs> That's funny. That was worth it though. The album does sound great. It was recorded at Zimzala Studios, like you said, and uh, Zach Duncan is on steel drums. Mark Morales is on here, and Robin Tricker uh, contributes as well. That's right. Robin Tricker plays the title role of Trinity in my song, Trinity. She comes in at the end and kind of saves the whole song. It sounds amazing. She's great. I have to listen to that again. I don't remember that. Excellent. It's called The Miles Between from Bob Carwin. Bob, you're always a fun guest on the show. Thank you for joining us. Thanks, guys. What do I win for getting my analysis right? <laughs> we, we, we haven't no, figured that part out right. yet. It's about, an, it's about an insurance company. It wasn't right. I'm going to tell him that he's wrong. He's wrong. It's not what you think it is that you wrote it about. <laughs> there you go. Thank uh, goodness. All right, guys, have a great night. Great show. Good job, you guys. BobCarwin.com. Fins up to you, Bob. Thanks for joining us. Mahalo, my friend. All right. And thank you, Linda Rob, again for checking in. And we will do this. Why is that what is on? We will do this again in a few weeks. Sounds good. All right. Thank you, everybody. All right. DK on duty. It is the Island Time Radio Show. We still got a lot more show to go. And this is Sean McCarthy. We're going to go down FLA and the Sean McCarthy band from his latest album called Last House on the Beach. This is Nowhere Town on Island Time Tonight.
the boat and load up the beer. It's been so long since summer was here. Beach party tonight. The sun goes down at 7 o'clock. Pack up some food and meet at the dock. We've got the tunes and we're ready to rock. Beach party tonight.
That is brand new music from Beach Boy Alan Jardine, and it is called Waves 2.0. The reason it's called 2.0 is he originally did that song kind of in a different vocal style and arrangement on his solo album about 10 years ago. And uh, as artists do once in a while, they, years later, they say, you know, I could have done that song this way or that way. So he re-recorded it. That's the brand new version, Waves of Love, 2.0 from Alan Jardine. How cool is that? Before that, we had Jim Morris with Beach Party Tonight, our weekly Jim Morris track. Joe Trapani with a brand new one. And he teams up with Christy Dixon on that track. It was almost a dance uh that was almost a dance music song, but that's the latest from Joe called Parasail. Peanut Butter Conspiracy was in there. Jimmy Buffett, Jimmy Buffett from the Songs You Don't Know by Heart album. And Little River Band Live doing Lonesome Loser. It's all tonight on the Island Time radio show. And uh, there's been uh, some discussion over the years. Is the Peanut Butter Conspiracy Mini Mart, is that Fausto's? Because Fausto's is referenced in other uh, Jimmy Buffett classics from that era. And I think it is. I'm not, I'm not 100% sure, but I think that uh, the Mini Mart is Fausto's in Key West. All right. I love uh, visiting Key West and uh, always make a point of, well, I usually try to make a point of going to Fausto's. And I always tell the story years ago, I told another parrot head about the whole Fausto's chocolate milk connection because it's mentioned in the uh, Buffett song. And so she went in there and asked the guy at the counter, do you have the Jimmy Buffett chocolate milk? <laughs> <laughs> I said, no, 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 it's not like that. <laughs> I had to explain it. Anyway, we're going to do, uh, oh, a couple things, a couple things. July 23rd and 25th is the Trap Rockin' on the Mountaintop event that we were talking about in the North Georgia Mountains. Home stretch time of the show. We're uh, got a couple more here for our Michael Stanley tribute. Listen closely, like I was telling you, for that line in this song called Lover. 20,000 screaming fans screaming that line out, and it was always like that every time Michael played. Then we're going to wrap it up with a couple of great party tunes. This one is from 1978 and the Cabin Fever album. And uh, I used to go to a nightclub all the time, Dixie Electric Company. Later it was the Mining Company. And they would play this this track all the time. It was a great, it was really the, the only, well, they had a couple songs I guess you could dance to, but they, uh, this was a hit on the dance floors. Baby, if you want to dance. And then we will wrap it up, and we'll send this out to Linda Rob because she definitely wanted to hear My Town from 1983. Michael Stanley Band on Island Time Tonight. Stars like the cold Ohio night 
Yeah. 
My Town from Michael Stanley Band right here on Island Time tonight, 1983. It hit number 39 in the country, so technically it was a top 40 hit. That's right. It was a great video for it. And the song was written about Cleveland, obviously, but the record company or somebody had this great idea at the time to uh, insert every market that it was being played in. So in other words, if you heard the song in Toledo, when they, when they would say, my town, they would say, Toledo, or Cleveland, or Columbus, or Minneapolis, whatever it might be. And uh, <laughs> I don't know if uh, ver- those versions still exist somewhere. I'd love, to, I'd love to hear those again. But anyway, that's how we heard it on the radio at the time. Great song. Before that, Baby, If You Want to Dance, a classic dance tune from the Michael Stanley Band, 1978, and uh, the Cabin Fever album. Lover, Michael Stanley Band Live, 20,000 Screaming Fans at Blossom Music Center, My Last Day on Earth, Rosewood Bitters, and Monster in Lake Erie. Hope you guys enjoyed our little, definitely a heartfelt tribute to uh, one of the great musicians of our lifetime here on the North Coast. Uh, it's, just, it's, candy, it's just unimaginable he's not going to be around anymore, uh, Michael Stanley. So I hope you enjoyed that. And we're going to wrap it up. We've got a few more tunes, but you know what? It's going to be that time of the night. It's late night. We're thinking about after the show and uh, maybe a social. Social! Social! Mike Mad Dog Adams from Putin Bay in the Roundhouse Bar, the 2021 schedule is out. I'll have to take a look at that because we're getting kind of close to that time. That's right. Putin Bay 2021. Here is Erica Sunshine Lee, her brand new song. It is called Champagne. Check it out on Island Time Tonight. some roses instead of crying now I'm posing taking a picture of this occasion giving myself a standing ovation oh no I'm not drowning my sorrows oh I'm popping the top on this bottle to stepping stones growing pains the bluest skies come after the rain Even though I didn't want to let you go Sometimes you have to celebrate After surviving hurricanes So I'm toasting champagne I could resent you And remain jaded Or I could be grateful that I made it to the other side of such a heartbreaker. I could have crumbled, instead I got braver. Oh, it's been a battle, now I'm winning. Oh, I'm raising my glass to new beginnings. Stepping stones, growing pains, the bluest skies come after the rain. Sometimes you have to celebrate after surviving hurricanes. Some toasting champagne. No, 
I'm sipping the sweet taste of victory. Yeah, I lost you, but I finally found me. Oh, you said I was nothing without you. Oh, but I don't miss nothing about you. The stepping stones, the growing pains, the blue skies come after the rain.
The beach and the pool are back open. The hotel rooms are filled. No longer am I confined to the isolation treadmill. But laying out in the sun is just not quite as fun. When it was time to quench my thirst, I realized the worst. The Kiki bar is closed. They said the government took control. You can go to the liquor store, but you can't sit at the bar anymore. So many conflicting regulations. Bartenders are essential occupations. We've endured the bazaar. Now open the Tiki bar. I close my eyes. The beach chair was comfortable, so it seemed. I fell asleep. And soon I was caught up in a dream. Cocktails were on the bar. Life was good so far. When I finally opened my eyes, I soon realized the Kiki bar is closed. They said the government took control. You can go to the liquor store. But you can't sit at the bar anymore. So many conflicting regulations. Bartenders are essential occupations. We've endured the bazaar. Sangria wine 
Desperado finally caught that train. Another troubadour has crossed that mystic lane. Tonight, Bojangles danced away. Luke embarked to Sixth Street, the Paramount to Old Green Hall. Feeling a little incomplete. Just a little less cosmic cowboy in his song. Well, somewhere old skinny Dennis is smiling down, mixing up sangria wine. The desperado finally caught that train. Another troubadour has crossed that mystic lane. So Viva Terlingua, lift a glass, one and all. It's a good night for singing sad songs. 'Cause tonight the gypsy song man got the call. Trying to hold the wind up with the sail. All right, some brand new music here. To wrap things up tonight, that is Matt Cranley, The Night Bojangles Danced Away. And that song was written by birthday boy Alvy King out of Texas Way. We had Alvy on the show this past summer. And a great little tune there. Before Matt Cranley, we had Gene Mitchell talking about let's take those masks off and open the tiki bar for crying out loud. It's called Open the Tiki Bar from his uh, Reflections of 2020 album. A new artist to the show, Byron Stoll with Shadows on the Shades. We heard that before, a few minutes ago, before Gene Mitchell. And we had Erica Sunshine Lee in there with her brand new one called Champagne. There's a real cool video to go along with that. You can check that out on Facebook or YouTube. That is going to do it for DK and the Island Time Radio Show. I hope everybody had a good time tonight. What a busy, action-packed show it was. Guys, I hope you enjoyed the Michael Stanley Tribute. I went on uh, Amazon today just out of curiosity, and uh, the albums, a lot of the albums on CD are going for $960. (laughs) Unbelievable. And most of them are sold out or uh, just an extraordinary price. And uh, I think if you go on Michael's website, you might find a more reasonable deal if you can. uh, They're probably back-ordered. There's a big demand. Everybody's uh, checking it out. And there's so many albums, 40 albums 
Uh, if you'd rather just do a download deal, go on there and check those out on uh, the download stores. All right, that's going to do it. Fins up, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. And uh, have a great week, everybody. Fins up. Fins up.